Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. I'm your host and if you are new here, welcome. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back and, uh, and checking us out for some more. Hey, and if, uh, if you wouldn't mind where you're listening to this, if you wouldn't mind giving me a review, uh, that really does help as, uh, as other folks, uh, you know, whether good, bad, or indifferent, so, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, with the great reviews and I'm okay with the not so great reviews. It only helps me grow. Uh, but it also gives other people an idea that, uh, that there are some people listening to this and, uh, you know, if we can help one person to stay away from the injuries and continue to, uh, you know, uh, uh, age painless while running, then that's great. And if that one person is you, that's even better uh, because it's you. This is all about you. So I appreciate you. If you wouldn't mind just leaving a review, whatever platform you're listening to this on, that would be awesome. And uh, if you are new, I encourage you to go back to episode one, listen to that. This will tell you a little about a little bit more about me, about my background, uh, you know, as a physical therapist, as a runner, you know, why I'm qualified to even be telling you about these things that, uh, that I hope are, you're finding some value in. So uh, I appreciate you being here. And if you've got any questions, you can always send those to me. Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k, that's the number 5k.com. And I'll be happy to get back to you. Getting lots of questions. And uh, so I, I certainly appreciate the folks that are listening and, uh, and sending those back in. Uh, I'll keep getting back with you as quick as possible. It does sometimes get a little tough when I when I have a lot of folks writing in or uh, calling in or whatever, but uh, but it's great. So so thank you. Thank you. So today I want to talk to you about ankle sprains. Uh, now this is uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, you know, does everybody sprain their ankle while they're out running? Well, that depends, right? Uh, I've had a couple of friends and even my dad, uh, you know, not recently, but my dad did uh, roll his ankle while he was out running. Um, you know, that's kind of my first impression of running. You know, I was just a little kid and my dad came home and said his ankle hurt. Uh, turned out to be a fracture in his ankle. But, uh, you know, just five, you know, 5 a.m. out running and uh, kind of tripped over a rock or, you know, kind of stumbled over a rock and, and, and voila, his ankle was, was broken. Uh, so how do we know the difference between an ankle sprain and an ankle fracture, uh, you know, and why would you go in to, to be seen and, and, and get the care? So uh, there are three grades of ankle sprains. So the first one, grade one, is how we classify this. And you're not going to really understand this, and you, and you wouldn't be able to see this. Uh, this is one you know, that, that more for the medical professionals, but I'll give you an idea as to what ankle, you know, the ankle sprain grading is. So that way, if you, know, if you do happen to sprain your ankle while running, uh, you can go in and have an informed opinion as to you know, should you get you know, additional care, or do you even need to go in at all? So grade one, there's some small tearing in the, uh, the ligaments in the ankle. Now you can have a inside or outside ankle sprain, uh, you know, outside of the ankle or inside of the ankle sprain. So that what I mean by that is the inside of the ankle, uh, you know, the, the part of the ankle closest to the other leg or the outside, not, you know, thinking about, you know, the inside underneath the skin, um, because it's where all the ligaments are anyway. But uh, I've had some people ask me, right? So, so the inside of the ankle or the outside of the ankle, medial or lateral ankle sprains. And with that, the grade one is that there's some micro tearing that, uh, you know, it's, it's not bad. Uh, there may be a little bit of swelling just because of the bleeding that comes from the tearing, but it's not that bad. Those are the ones that you, you say, ooh, well, you, you kind of walk it off and, and uh, you know, you may not even think about it again. Um, you know, you kind of pop the ankle or you roll the ankle and, and, and away you go. 
Uh, grade two is when there is a little bit more significance to the tearing, okay? There's usually uh, a little bit of gapping. So if somebody were to do either a shelf test where we kind of pull on the heel and pull forward uh, or an inversion like a Taylor tilt uh, test to see if there's a gapping there, uh, there's typically gonna be a little bit of gapping. There's gonna be quite a bit more edema or that swelling and they're you know, probably gonna start you know, becoming more black and blue at this point. Uh, and a grade three, is when there's a complete rupture of the actual ligament, okay? These are the ones that blow up. They look like, you know, like, like your foot's been uh, turned into a grapefruit. Uh, significant black and blue, and the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the pain is instantaneously there. Um, quite oftentimes very difficult to walk on. Grade two can be sometimes that same case. Uh, you know, difficult to walk on, but uh, you know, but not necessarily quite as bad as the grade threes. The grade threes, you, you wake up the next morning and your your ankle is black and blue, and it is just kind of like, ugh, uh, doesn't look very good. That's the one where people go, oh my gosh, what'd you do? Like that looks terrible. Uh, that's a grade three. Now, does that mean that you've actually had a fracture with that? Sometimes you will. Sometimes you'll chip the piece of the bone off, um, you know, and uh, you know, and crush the bone when when you kind of completely rupture. And, and this can be on the other side just because of the impact depending on how severe this was. But, you know, the, uh, the reason why you would go to see a physician or a physical therapist or, you know, some other medical provider at this point is twofold, okay? And, uh, you know, one is just because the pain is so bad that you just can't tolerate it. The other one would be if you were just unable to walk on it. Okay, um, so those are the two primary reasons why you'd go be seen. You know, pain, just unbearable, and then if you're unable to walk on it. Now, there's a thing called the Ottawa Ankle Rules, okay? And these Ottawa Ankle Rules came out uh, in the early 90s, and there's some evidence that shows, yes, these are good, some evidence that shows that these aren't that great. Um, but what will end up happening is the reason why you would x-ray somebody's ankle, okay? So, so if you've just got a grade one or a grade two, probably very likely that you have no need to get an x-ray. Okay, that'll save you a couple hundred bucks right there. Again, uh, you know, x-ray uh, anywhere between 150 and probably $800 to $1,000, depending on the facility you go to. So if you're paying out of pocket, again, remember that. Um, you know, so if you're like, hmm, I'm on the fence with this. The other thing is that, uh, you know, if the, uh, um, if they do go with an x-ray, sometimes they may go, well, you know, we're, we don't see anything here. Uh, you know, maybe we go for an MRI and, and go from there. So again, we talked about MRIs in previous episodes, anywhere between $500 to $3,500 for an MRI. Uh, you know, so these are the things that you want to be armed with when you're going into a medical provider. Why would you need these things? So the ankle, Ottawa ankle rule states that if you are having pain right over the malleoli bone, so those bones that stick out that, uh, that kind of fit nicely, uh, the shoe fits nicely under, if you're having pain in that region, okay, on either side, and it's significant pain, and or you're unable to walk, okay, uh, if you're unable to bear any weight, uh, you know, even four steps, you know, without like collapsing or the pain is just so intense, those are the things. Now, previous ankle rules or the auto ankle rules, if you had fallen from a height of about three to five feet, or if you were over the age of, you know, about 60 to 65, Okay, those would be the reasons why you'd definitely just automatically get an ankle x-ray uh, just because of bone density issues and things like that. 
If you're under the age of 60, 65, you haven't fallen from an area that, uh, you know, you didn't come down off of, you know, something of significance, uh, you know, falling off the, the porch or something like that, uh, you know, or you didn't, you weren't out running on a trail and kind of stumbled down a, you know, a hill, uh, you know, those sorts of things. Probably not likely that you're going to need an ankle x-ray unless it becomes to the point where you just can't put any weight on it, right? So that's, that's the thing. So fall from a height over the age of 60, 65, uh, or if you're just unable to put any weight on it, that's when you're gonna be like, yep, I'm good with an x-ray, let's, let's go for it. Beyond that, there's gonna be questions. You're gonna have questions if you have a grade one or a grade two, you're gonna say, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if. If you report to an urgent care, here's what's gonna happen, I'll walk you right through the steps. They're gonna say, oh my gosh, you sprained your ankle, maybe it's broken, let's get an x-ray. Boom, so they're gonna automatically take you to an x-ray. You're gonna go through the x-ray, they're gonna put you in a walking boot or an air splint. Okay, if you have a race coming up in the next couple of weeks or the next whatever, okay, or even if you just want to continue with your training, the worst thing that they could possibly do is to put you in an air splint, all right, if you have a grade one or a grade two. If it is a grade three, then by all means, we're going to air splint, okay, or put you into a walking boot or a brace, okay, that's just, that's just the way it goes. Um, but if you are at a grade one or a grade two and they put you in that, they're probably going to take you off, you know, either weight bearing, non weight bearing, um, weight bearing is tolerated and no activity for two to six weeks. That is a very conservative, absolutely conservative, uh, you know, way of keeping defensive medicine at, at its best where somebody says, you know what, the best thing to do is just lay off of it. Um, because if you lay off of it, things should heal on their own and then you're going to be fine. The problem with that advice is that we understand that ligaments heal differently and they need to be molded back into shape with movement. Okay. So by immobilizing something, all we do is we allow scar tissue to go in, but it doesn't go in correctly. So a grade one, possibly a grade two, Okay, you can still walk on, you can still train on. Grade one, definitely, right? You know, you could have a grade one ankle sprain and, and uh, you know, take a day or two, relax if you, if you choose. Uh, we're gonna ice, we're gonna compress, we're gonna wrap with, uh, with, with either Coban, um, you know, or a, uh, uh, some sort of uh, self-adherent wrap. And, uh, you know, and then you're gonna be able to train. You can also put KT tape on, so if you've got black and blue, KT or kinesio tape, you know, whatever flavor that you choose, if it's strength tape, wrap tape, whatever, uh, you're gonna be fine with that. That's gonna help to just, you know, get rid of that black and blue so it just doesn't look bad. Um, it also just helps to, to open up the layers underneath the skin to promote drainage of that fluid that's in there. So you can put that tape on there and that's fine. Um, you know, but, uh, but the best thing you can do is then get back on your feet as quick as possible. Walking, great. Running, yeah, it's going to be dependent on your pain tolerance, okay? There's, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, with running on the ankle if it's lower than a 3 out of 10. If it's higher than a 3 out of 10, you may just want to back off. So if you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, man, every time I'm running, it's like, it's like a 2 or 3 out of 10, you're probably fine uh, with the ankle. You might even be able to go up to a 4 or 5 in the ankle. Knee, you know, it's a little bit different, but any ankle, you should be able to get away with even a 4 or 5. But I say a 3 just to be my conservative, uh, you know, care for you. So as you're up and moving on it, that's going to change the dynamics of the scar tissue. So as the scar tissue goes back in for ligaments and fills back in around the ligament, it's going to put it into a better position for you so that you're not limited in your range of motion after everything's healed okay so this is why we want people back 
in activity as quick as possible. Uh, there's a brostrum technique that, you know, if it is a grade three rupture and they decide that they want to do surgery, uh, this new technique that's been out in only, only about the last 10 years is called a brostrum technique that uh, they can go in and they will do the surgery. They actually put this, uh, this kind of this wire mesh, um, which becomes the new ligament. And within anywhere between six and eight weeks, you're back at full activity. Okay, I mean, that's, that's how crazy this stuff is. So, so we're no longer sitting in the, uh, the stone age of ankle sprains and ankle ligament tears. Uh, you know, my wife had this surgery. Hers was a little bit more, uh, you know, um, involved. She actually ended up having a tendon that had to be repaired. She had some other things, so the muscles, so that put her a little bit out. But uh, I've had some other patients that have had this brostrum technique that uh, young, healthy folks that, uh, that were able to get back to activity at, you know, eight weeks and, uh, and I've heard some folks getting back at six weeks. So, so there is certainly something to be said about having a surgery if, uh, you know, if it is a grade three. But for the most part, you're not going to need the surgery. Uh, if it's a grade one or two, you're, you're just, you don't need it. It's just, just nothing to repair. Uh, only would be the grade three. So there's also a point of where do you go and how do you stay active? And the best thing you can do, like I said, is to remain active and get back to your activity as quick as possible. So while the urgent cares are wonderful, unfortunately, uh, and they're great for diagnosing things like cold, flu, uh, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, all that other stuff, and they can take care of that stuff. You know, if, if you're needing stitches, great. Um, you know, but, uh, but again, for orthopedic injuries, it's probably not the ideal. So if you do happen to go there because you're concerned, over the uh, over the weekend, uh, you know, just follow up with somebody in in the office over over the uh, the course of the week, and uh, you know, and get out of that walking boot if it's a grade one or a grade two. Now, obviously, if you're having pain, if you're unable to, you know, to bear weight later on, uh, you know, you may need to go in and get the the X-ray. Uh, typically, MRI isn't necessary if it's a grade three. Your your ankle is going to be blown up once the swelling gets out of there. That's the thing we want to get down first. Is you get the swelling down, anyway, uh, your ankle is going to be se severely unstable. You'll be able to do this shelf test, and it'll almost look like the ankle is going to dislocate. You'll see this uh, this quite often, um, where the ankle just kind of moves, and uh, you know, and you go, ooh, wow, that, that didn't look good, and you see this suction around the bones where where just the fluid just kind of gets sucked back in as the bones are moving. So. Pretty grotesque, depending on the severity of the the ankle injury. But uh, but again, if you're uh, if you're healthy, if you have just been out running, you roll your ankle on a trail, or you roll your ankle while you're out. Uh, it's dark because you know it's still dark out. Uh, uh, you know in the early mornings if you're out running and you feel this little pop and twinge, if you're able to bear weight on it. I would continue on. You can go home, ice, put some that Coban to reduce the swelling, and you should be good to go. So, if you've got any questions, again, you can send them to me. My name is Brian, and it's Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k.com. That's the number 5k.com. Be happy to get back to you. If you do have, uh, you know, some suggestions or topics that you'd like to hear about, you know, by all means, uh, you know, you can send those to me as well. I'll be happy to, uh, uh, to you know, kind of start those topics on the air. I'm, I'm always looking for topics. I've got lots of things that I can cover, but if there's a, a pressing thing that you want covered, by all means, send it to me. And until next time, I appreciate you. Take care. Have a great day, and we'll see you again. Thanks.